please mount that like button for me if you would be so kind. Let's get into our first story of the day. In communist Burlington, the kids groom the teachers. This is on my substack, carlin.substack.com. Let's read. Hang on, hang on. Last year, I exposed the most woke school district in America for grooming middle school children live on the internet and then later for using checklists to ensure there was enough LGBTQ plus swag in and flair in every classroom. Fun fact, the Burlington, Vermont School District is they do actually have a physical checklist in which they are going around from classroom to classroom in the school district to just make sure there's enough rainbow flags and stickers and you are welcome here signs. And there's a quota that they have to meet and they're keeping track even in the elementary schools. The equity office in the Burlington, Vermont schools has been working to indoctrinate as many children in their charge as they can, and their hard work has finally paid off. This year, the middle school students are leading the gender and sexuality workshop. It's like their big graduation. Earlier this year, I brought you the slides from the first two community equity workshops of the year hosted by the school district. But the third workshop is, well, more interesting than the first two, because in the third workshop, middle school students groomed the adults, and I'm dubbing this the Green Guard. In Mao's Cultural Revolution, the Red Guards were a student-led group that enforced the cultural standards of the regime. They sought to destroy the four olds of Chinese society, the old customs, old culture, old habits, and old ideas. They even inflicted physical harm on some who dissented. Once they destroyed the old, then came the re-education to teach the new ideals of the Cultural Revolution. Here's a scan from an elementary school textbook. You can see the kids are running the show. Oh, Nuru, I think I missed a super chat from you. I apologize for that. Did I get the other super chat as well? Hang on. Did I? No, I did get that one from Julie. Hang on. I apologize, Nuru. Nuru says, did you see the TikTok I DM'd you about God is trans and we are God? I have not, but... Listen, guys, I'm going to say this about TikTok. Stop buying into the bullshit of TikTok. TikTok is not real. What they're putting on TikTok are things that are meant to go viral on TikTok. It's all bullshit. It's not real. So I appreciate you sending it to me, Naruto, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to put a lot of stock in that if I'm honest about it because it's on TikTok. It is only meant to go viral on TikTok. It is meant to be outlandish. They are setting you guys up. Are you going to read the Karl Marx article on Socialism Saturday? No, I'm not going to read the Karl Marx article on Socialism Saturday. Number one, because I don't read articles on Socialism Saturday. But number two, I got something else I need to do this week. So we might have to postpone Socialism Saturday. I'll talk more about that when I talk about it, don't worry about it right now. But no, I'm not going to be reading that article on Socialism Saturday. I may cover it this week, but may not as well. Anyway, so in China, during the Cultural Revolution, the Chinese had a child army called the Red Guard, or Mao had a child army, and they were the ones running around terrorizing all the adults to enforce the cultural standards. Perhaps Burlington will call their students the Green Guard. It does have a nice alliterative ring to it. The community in Burlington gathered at Flynn Elementary School on March 8th, 2023, to discuss gender and pronouns in a workshop that was led 
by Edmonds Middle School YPAR, which stands for Youth-Led Participatory Action Research. Basically, YPAR is code for the Red Guard, or the Green Guard in this case. YPAR is the same group of students that participated in the online grooming webinars from last year. They, that should be they, they teaching this workshop, or them, no, it shouldn't be that, them teaching this workshop, I had that right, no typo, them teaching this workshop is how you know the indoctrination was successful. And we can see here, this is on the first slide of the workshop, and it says, in this workshop, led by Edmonds Middle School, that's what EMS stands for, Edmonds Middle School, YPAR, Youth-Led Participatory Action Research, participants will understand, apply, and gain comfort around gender, pronouns, and sexuality. And you can see here all of the students from uh, Edmonds Middle School, presumably, in their best LGBTQ plus swag. Did you know that 44% of the students in the Burlington, Vermont School District either identify as LGBTQ plus or gender nonconforming? 44%, no joke. To set the mood for the event, Superintendent Tom Flanagan issued a rousing statement denouncing the hateful anti-trans rhetoric coming out of conservative events like CPAC. He also notes that these laws don't impact Vermont, which makes one question why he felt the need to issue a statement to students in Vermont schools that wouldn't actually be impacted. It's almost like Tom Flanagan, superintendent of the Burlington, Vermont School District, is trying to make students afraid that if they don't do something about this awful, rampant transphobia sweeping the land, that they might be impacted by it. And it'll come to Vermont next. It's almost like he's he's fear-mongering a little bit among students. I'm just saying. Now, as one who strongly disagrees with my, what Michael Knowles says at CPAC, and you guys know that I think that what Michael Knowles said and did is bullshit, And furthermore, I think that if the Daily Wire basically plunged off into the sea, we would probably all be better for it, if I'm honest about it. But even though I think the Daily Wire are awful conservative fear-mongering shills that are going to end up getting a trans person killed because they're teeing up their stupid audience with all of this overblown extremist rhetoric, that doesn't mean that I think that the superintendent of the Burlington, Vermont schools should be making political statements to students. Yes, they are. Conservatives are taking the bait with the Dylan Mulvaney mob. They 100% are, and it is so stupid. Conservatives taking the bait yet again, but that is is a different topic for another day. I'm not going to do a conservative suck rant right now. We'll We'll do one of those later. It'll be fine. Anyway, Tom Flanagan, and this was an actual slide in the presentation. You can see how hard this is to read. They fit this entire letter into the presentation slides. And I'm going to read you a little bit of it. I'll actually read you the whole thing. I know this is super hard to read. It just is what it is. You'll be able to see it a little bit better on the website. Dear Burlington School District community. Oh, the subject matter is transgender rights and lives. And he sent this email out on the same day as this training. Please stay tuned for another message today or tomorrow regarding our first day back, the successful budget vote, etc. Before that message, though, I feel compelled to share that last week, across nine states, there were 15 anti-trans bills introduced, pre-filed, 
or filed and three anti-trans bills signed into law that would directly impact the freedoms, lives, and in some cases, the livelihood of people who are transgender. In addition, at the Conservative Political Action Conference, a speaker claimed that transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. These words have stirred hatred and sowed fear, a tactic condemned by Governor Phil Scott, that's the governor of Vermont, who issued a statement last year noting that exploiting fear and targeting divisive rhetoric at people who are just trying to be who they are is hateful and could lead to violence. This morning, a Burlington School District staff member, who is a member of the transgender community, shared this story with me, noting, We are all very scared. Transgender rights and the well-being of the LGBTQ plus community is not about politics. It is about lives. Well, these laws are thankfully not happening in the Vermont legislature now. Which begs the question of why you had to write this letter in the first place, but whatever. There is a real possibility that these bills and laws can begin to influence the national conversation about and policies pertaining to transgender people. In addition, we know the members of the trans and LGBTQ plus IA whatever community feel that the weight of these events from afar while also dealing with the hatred and discrimination in our own school district, city, state every day, despite the welcoming and supportive environment that many of us strive to support. We heard this from the LGBTQ task force, and we have seen the anti-trans stickers that have inundated our city this year. Our students and staff who are trans tell me these events create great stress for them. So, I am writing this message to express Burlington School District's condemnation of trans hate and our support for our trans community, and also to let you know that members of the community have let me know that we should check in with loved ones and validate their experiences and let them know we appreciate them and will look to keep them safe here in Burlington, Vermont. Another thing we can do is engage in learning. Allies, those who want to create change, can lead and give others a venue for education that can shape thoughts and ideas, create more allies. I'm proud of how our Office of Equity is leading in this space. Tonight, March 8th, we will hold our third and final in-person LGBTQIA plus workshop. Let's talk about gender and pronouns. I just want to say, the re- we're the, we are the reason that they hold these workshops in person right now. We are quite literally the reason that the Burlington School District no longer grooms children on the internet. They moved. They're still doing their bullshit workshop series. Don't get me wrong. But they moved their entire workshop series from online to in-person only because of us. And I think that's a good thing. Because you guys know, one of the things that pisses me off more than almost anything else is when adults put children on the internet as a virtue signal. It is infuriating when adults put children on the internet as a virtue signal to show how virtuous they are. And I say that because I have now had spent the last three years with my life on the internet, and I didn't understand what that would mean as a 40-year-old adult. You expect me to believe that a 12-year-old understands what that means? That they're going to be on the internet for the rest of their lives? Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. So if the only thing that we accomplished 
by exposing the grooming in the Burlington, Vermont school district is they stop grooming kids on the internet. That's still a really good thing. And I'm really proud of it. Those kids are still probably going to grow up to be communists if we're honest about it. But hey, man, maybe not. Maybe we can save one or two. Let's see. Where did I leave off? In this workshop. Oh, this is an important part. In this workshop, led by the EMS, Edmonds Middle School, YPAR, participants will understand, apply, and gain comfort around gender and pronouns and sexuality. We will explore the use of pronouns, neo-pronouns, and mixed pronouns, discuss sexuality and how it is different than gender, and hear recommendations from students on how to respect gender and sexuality with friends, family, staff, and peers. So the reason I read that whole lecture, that l- the whole letter, is because the superintendent of the Burlington, Vermont School District said in this letter that it was the students, the middle school students, leading this workshop. Again, they've created their own little version of Mao's Red Guard in Burlington, Vermont. The students had a clear and thorough agenda, and everything you could ever want to know about pronouns, including neo-pronouns or pronouns that exist outside the traditional he, she, they. If you've never heard of neo-pronouns before, I promise you, you are in for a treat. So they've got their, uh, their agenda right here. They will understand and apply and gain comfort around gender identity pronouns, neo-pronouns, mixed pronouns, sexuality and how it's different than gender, Intersex, and it's important. We're not really going to talk about intersex. They talk about intersex all the time. Uh, What outing is and understanding how peer crushes can be harmful. How peer crushes can be harmful, by the way. We're not actually going to talk about it in the course of the article. You can go see the full slides. What they mean by that is that if you, like, if you know how, like, okay, if you're a guy, you might not know this, but the women will understand. You know how, like, teenage girls gossip? I know. Shocking. Shocking. Right. Teenage girls gossip. And when they gossip, some of the things they gossip about are who do you have a crush on? The Burlington, Vermont School District and the students are saying you can't ask these kids and each other who they have a crush on, because if you ask someone who they have a crush on, you might be outing them. That's what they mean by that. Fun times. Excuse me, water went down the wrong pipe. Hang on. Ah, I hate when that happens. Oh my God. It's like, it's like getting water up your nose. All right. They started off the workshop by defining gender. And I'm going to be honest, this is a, a definition of gender that I actually haven't seen before. Has anyone else seen this definition of gender? The fluid representation of how you identify with femininity, masculinity, androgyny and everything in between. Isn't androgyny between femininity and masculinity? Like, is there something else between femininity and masculinity? I don't really understand that. But okay. They offered this helpful chart so that people could really wrap their heads around all the different types of genders and how they intersect. Guys, are you ready to learn about all the different genders that exist? I know this is hard to read, but I'm going to read it for you. And what we're going to do is we're going to start at the outside of the flower, 
And then we're going to go to these petals. We're going to move our way towards the center. And then we're going to go to these with a really small type. And then we will end on the, the uncertainty. Or maybe, maybe you are just every gender under the sun. And I want people to listen. And I want people to let us know which of these genders you identify as in the chat. It might be a little confusing sometimes because we don't know how they're defining these things. But let us know which ones resonate with you. So we have, okay, first, male and female. That's, you know, general. Then we have, oh, agender. I put agenda, but that should be agender. That's a typo. Agender. Gender fluid. Then we have masculine agender and also masculine gender fluid and feminine age. Oh, God, I got, I kept, this is, this is going to be autocorrect. Feminine agender and feminine gender fluid. So you see here, masculine agender, feminine agender, masculine gender fluid, feminine gender fluid. Okay. Now here's where it starts. God dang this fucking. Oh, I'm so annoyed at these fucking typos. This is going to be an autocorrect. This is an autocorrect. God damn it. It's it's autocorrect. Like <laughs> I wrote this at 3 a.m. Okay. It's autocorrect. You guys, it, it doesn't matter. We're working our way through. You guys get the idea. But here's the one I'm really confused about. They have two different ones for gender fluid, agender up here, and then agender, gender fluid. I have questions. Number one, the autocorrect does not recognize agender. It's true. It's true. Reagan likes my typos because she knows I really wrote it and not the AI. <laughs> yes, I think you were one of the first to read it. So here's my question. A, what is the difference between gender fluid, agender, and agender, gender fluid? B, which is more oppressed? Is gender fluid, agender more oppressed? Or is agender, gender fluid more oppressed? I don't know. And then at the very bottom, we had uncertain and or agender, gender fluid, masculine, gender queer. And uncertain and or agender, gender fluid, feminine, gender queer. Is everyone clear on those? This is like, this each bullet is like one full category of gender. Do you identify as uncertain and or agender, gender fluid, masculine, gender queer? Or do you identify as uncertain and or agender, gender fluid, feminine, gender queer? Or the last category, which is probably the safest bet for anyone, uncertain and or all. So you can, according to the middle school students in the Burlington, Vermont school district, you can literally identify as every single gender on this here chart, or you can identify as no gender on this here chart. Fun times, fun times. And then I have a little poll. Oh, I have a poll up. And so people are actually voting on which they think is more oppressed. And apparently, a gender, gender fluid is right now winning as more oppressed, which is really great. The students then encouraged everyone to check in and ask for pronouns regularly. 
even with people they know, because you never know when a student's gender, or excuse me, not even a student. You never know when a person's gender will change from what it was the day before. They also emphasize that you should not use your queer friends to educate. You can see here. Always use the pronouns a person asks you to use. Check in regularly to ensure you are respecting a person's gender and or pronouns. Educate yourself and avoid using a queer friend to educate you because you are asking them to do emotional labor and you're not paying them. And queer people should not have to do the emotional labor of educating you. You need to go to an ally and ask them to educate you. And of course, if you make a mistake and get called out for that mistake, you should not get angry. Don't ever get angry when these people put you in a struggle session. No, anger cures. Anger will not win you any points when you're in a struggle session. What you need to do is bend the knee and apologize for being wrong and then never make that mistake again. That is how you survive a struggle session in the land of these people. The students offered many examples of pronouns. They include she, they, they, them, it, and its. He, she, they, any slash all pronouns. He, him, she, her, they, she, they, it, he, they, ze, them, they, they, he, she, it, he, it, or no pronouns. My personal favorite of the normal pronouns examples are it and its. Because when we're talking about middle school students who are still emotionally developing and discovering who they are, you know what I really think is the most emotionally healthy way for them to refer to themselves as it? Nothing could go wrong with that plan at all. They, their parents definitely aren't setting them up for a lifetime of therapy by calling them it. Can you, can you, can you imagine the emo, like, okay, to be serious for a second, you're telling me you want parents to refer to their children as it, and you don't think that's going to have consequences later in life? But most importantly, this is not a complete list of pronouns. You can see there, these are not all of the pronouns that people can use. You can also use neo-pronouns. If you don't like any of those choices, you can come down to this list here. And here, you get some examples of neo-pronouns. Now, <clears throat> neo-pronouns mean new pronouns or basically made-up words. And then they have examples of use. So you could be they, ni, z, splavak. I don't know what's, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Spy, spyvak, S-P-I-V-A-K. Spyvak, which is shortened to E, apparently. Z, zer, her, or Z, zer, zer, or Z. These are all choices as well. And if you still don't see ones that you would like on the list, you can basically just make up your own words and use them as pronouns. Who's to say that wouldn't be acceptable? Why are you going to confine me to a list of 
they need Z spy back Z zer zer Z zer zer Z. That just seems a little constricting to me. Remember, never ask someone for their preferred pronouns. We must never assume that you're demonstrating a preference just because you can make up whatever pronouns you want, regardless of if it's proper English. You can see here on this slide, avoid using preferred pronouns to to uh, referring to someone's pronouns, i.e. you should never ask what are your preferred pronouns because we cannot indicate at all that this is a preference because that would mean that you're questioning their lived experience. And it doesn't really matter if this stuff is grammatical. We we left grammatical pronouns like a long-ass time ago. I mean, do they even teach English in school anymore? I'm really asking because like 26% of the students graduating from schools like know how to read and write. And so I really do want, are they even teaching this in school anymore? Who knows? Next, the middle school students leading the workshop moved on to a rousing discussion of all the different types of sexualities in the room that people had heard of. Now, remember, this is a workshop being led by middle school students with a room full of adults, parents, teachers, community members. The room full of adults is all being led and taught by the middle school students. And the middle school students are leading a discussion of all of the sexualities that these adults have ever heard of. What could possibly go wrong? Now, of course, we need to have a definition of sexuality. The definition that the middle school children gave is that sexuality is the fluid representation of who you are or are not attracted to. Now, I think it's important to acknowledge that these kids are saying that sexuality is a fluid representation of who you are and are not attracted to. Because if you're a straight person and you are not attracted to trans people, always remember that your sexuality is fluid. And if you don't change it and go on a date with a trans person, you are a transphobe and a bigot. Is there, there is still hope. It is never too late. Your sexuality is fluid and you can like trans people if you want to. That's what I think the real message is there. Moving on. Remember learning in middle school that you can have multiple, se- or excuse me, sexual attraction to multiple genders? Me neither. So there was this great chart. And this shows all the different types of sexual orientation. And it starts out, as attracted to every single type of gender at the top with pansexual. And it goes all the way down to all of the different types of asexual people, which there are four different types of asexual people, apparently. And so and so we've got our ace spectrum identities at the bottom, which are identities that have a lack of or limited sexual attraction to any gender including asexual, which is sexual attraction is not experienced to any gender, gray sexual, rare or limited, partial sexual attraction to any gender, demisexual, which is sexual attraction may be felt under specific circumstances, or 
ACE flux. Identity shifts along and across the ACE spectrum. So you could be anyone. You, it could be a different type of agender on any given day. Just depends. Depends on if you wake up on the good side of the bed or the bad side of the bed. Who knows? So those are our agender down at the bottom. Next up, we get to monosexual identities, which means that you're only sexually attracted to one gender. That includes heterosexual, attraction experienced to the opposite or different genders, and homosexual, attraction is experienced to the same gender. Now, you'll notice on this chart, they are not differentiating between trans people and cis people. Why do you think that is? This is a pop quiz for the chat. Why do you think in the training that the middle school students gave to a room full of adults talking about all the sexualities, why do you think they used a chart that said, excuse me, that completely left out trans people and does not differentiate between attraction to trans people and attraction to cisgender people? Why do you think that is? Radical moderate. Yes. Because trans women are real women. And if you don't want to date trans people, you're a transphobic bigot. That's exactly right, radical moderate. I'm glad. I'm glad that we've had this discussion. Just so we're clear. Trans women are women, okay? Moving on. The last part of the uh, chart is up at the top. And this is multi-sexual identities which is sexual attraction to multiple genders, but not transgender. Trans women are women. We start off with bisexual, which is attraction to two or more genders, often the same gender and another gender. Then you have polysexual, which is attraction to three or more genders, but not all genders, but at least three. Then moving up the ladder, we have omnisexual, which is attraction to any gender. And gender can play a primary role in attraction. And then along with that, you have pansexual, which is also attraction to any gender. However, gender does not play a primary role in the attraction. Is everyone clear? Does anyone want to offer what their sexuality is in the chat? Does anyone want to the only the only one that doesn't have a flag is of course heterosexual. Heterosexuals don't get a flag because they're the oppressors. They don't need a flag, okay? They had they tried to take the super straight flag, but that was a little too transphobic. We can't have that. Moving on. Well, that's basically it, actually. There were a few more slides about, uh, like, that we sh- that, that just weren't as interesting as some of these. And you can download those slides if you want. But that's really our grand finale. Our big climax, if you will. The sexual orientation scale presented by the middle school students of the Edmonds School, the Edmonds Middle School in the Burlington, Vermont School District to a room full of adults. What could possibly go wrong? So, of course, 
I will be keeping an eye on the Burlington, Vermont School District. I have lots of plans. See, the Burlington, Vermont School District probably thinks I've forgotten about them or they think that I just, you know, pop up every once in a while to cause trouble. Mm -mm. I've had a lot of projects on my plate in the last year. And admittedly, some of the Burlington, Vermont stuff just has not been prioritized above other things that I wanted to do. But Burlington, 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 we're going to be in each other's lives for a while. Burlington, don't think I've forgotten about you. FOIA requests can go back for years. And basically, I think you guys are a lost cause. And so I'm in no rush. I'm in no hurry. But I will be keeping an eye on the Burlington, Vermont School District. And if you guys want to keep an eye with me, please make sure you are subscribed to my Substack, carlin.substack.com. It's tickering across the bottom there. You can subscribe for free or you can support the work I'm doing with a $5 a month or $50 a year subscription. And remember, guys, tomorrow is my birthday. So if you want to give me a birthday present, what I need you to do, this is the very best birthday present you could give me, okay? Actually, there are two. There are two birthday presents that you can give me. Number one is you can go to carlin.substack.com. Link is in the description below. And you can sign up as a paid subscriber for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year. That's the very best birthday present you could give me. Or you can send me all of your most woke school documents and assignments and fines to activelyunwoke at gmail.com. I love nothing more than a good dystopian school policy or document or any of these things. I live and breathe for this stuff. It is the best. You can feed my dystopian addiction by sending whatever you have over to Carla or actively unwoke at gmail.com. There it is. And that'll all come right to me. And I really do appreciate it.